Maya, hello. Andy, what's up? Not much. How's it going? You know, it's it's December 24th on the first, hopefully the last year of COVID, and uh, here we are. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been a rough year. It has been a rough year, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully this will be a good way to sort of set us on a, a better path going into 2021. Yeah, definitely. Um, we are so excited uh, to approach 2021 with our new podcast, I guess. Yeah, so um, we were talking at the beginning of this year, basically, this was the first full semester that we had done online because of COVID. And we were talking about how can we create a space where we as writers can sort of have the same conversations we would have in person or get to hear each other's work in a way that we might not otherwise get to do with with slam and with readings and just talking about literature and getting to know each other. Um, so we thought that we would start what is now our podcast, um, where we could just sort of leave it open, see what you guys want to do. So Andy, would you like to announce the the name of our... Yes, um, the name Maya and I just brainstormed like five minutes ago is Audio Inc. Audio Inc. Yay! So welcome to Audio Inc. If there's anything that you would like to share with us or you want to go on the air or you want to do an interview during your Writer Wednesday, um, if you want to if you want to do a reading or a slam or just talk about a book or a, something you like or sort of whatever you want to do within reason, hit us up and we'll we'll put you on here. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun and we're super, super excited to do this. We want to hear your voices and also read your words. So yeah. please send us in whatever. Yeah. And um, we're excited. All right. See y'all later. Today's featured writer is Sam Gidzinski, Writer's House alum in the class of 2020. He recently published a short story collection, Nine Million Marshmallows and More, with Brentwood Press, available on his website and all major booksellers. Sam, welcome to Audio Inc. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Maya and I are super excited. You're the first of many interviews. Um, so we have a couple questions for you. So you recently released a published book, Nine Million Marshmallows and More. And tell me about that book. What was the process of writing it? Um, did it start while you were in Writer's House? Yeah, so Nine Million Marshmallows and More is a short story collection of mostly stories that I've written in the past three or four years since I've been in college and especially while I've been in Writer's House. Um, it's 10 stories long, which comes out to a fairly short book. Um, one of the stories is only a couple pages and then uh, one of them is more like 20 pages. Um, and they cross a variety of genres. Um, there are several that are humorous, uh, many that are adventurous, and a couple that are uh, quite scary as well. Nice. Wow. So hopefully hopefully it wasn't anything legitimately scary in your life that, that uh, inspired the scary ones, but uh, was there anything specific that inspired any of these stories or anything in Writer's House perhaps that sort of stemmed it? Yeah, there, there have been different sources of inspiration for different stories. Um, the story from which the book gets its title is called Marshmallows. And that one was inspired by a lecture 
Um, I was in a philosophy course and my professor, uh, who was this very uh, articulate British man, he was speaking about the marshmallow experiment with toddlers and uh, a delay of gratification. And I got the idea, oh, wouldn't it be great to tweak that experiment slightly and write a short story about it? And that was where the first story in the book came from. Um, but another, another good example, because Maya, you mentioned the scary ones, uh, there's a short story called uh, Four-Way Stop, right around the middle of the book. And that one is uh, based on an intersection, actually, uh, near where I live in Elkton, Maryland. And I've always driven through that intersection and just felt unsettled by it, especially at night. So I got this idea of, oh, what if the reason the intersection is so unsettling is because it's haunted? And I turned that into a, a fairly bizarre story that's um, supposed to be uh, told aloud by a man sitting at a bar. That's awesome. Do you have a, a favorite out of all the ones that you've written? It's really hard to pick a favorite, um, but the, the one I find myself thinking about a lot is the last story in the book, because when I started putting together this collection, I really didn't have a good way to end it. And I decided that the only thing to be done was to write a brand new story that was designed to be the last one in this book. And that story is called Fade to Black. And without giving too much away, I wrote it uh, right before uh, last semester, we all got sent home. Um, so it's actually a short story about a pandemic, a very different sort of pandemic, but still. Um, and I was alarmed to find how much uh, the story kind of predicted the next few months and uh, what a lot of people are going through. So it, it ends on a, uh, a a kind of grim but also mystical note. And I'm really glad I ended the story that way. So we're all just gonna need to get a copy and see what see what our future held for us back in like March. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, going back to your time in Writer's House, is there one specific memory that you have that was sort of like a favorite of Writer's House? Yeah, it's it's hard to pick a specific memory, but one of the things that I'll never forget was right at the beginning, writer's house um, on the retreat. Uh, there was an opportunity for everyone to read something that they had written or just anything uh, we were told, read anything aloud for the whole group. And I didn't have anything prepared. I didn't know which of my stories I would read, but I had something on hand and it happened to be a disclaimer from an email that I had received in error and I'll never forget reading that email disclaimer in front of all of Writer's House during the retreat. It was pretty funny. It was, it was definitely, a, I still remember it. It was, oh man, that was really funny. <laughs> um, so what advice do you have for current Writer's House students or aspiring writers? Uh, well, I think my first bit of advice would be to never call yourself an aspiring writer. I can't remember where I heard this, but someone recently I, I read, they were talking about um, that you, you become an author when you say you are, basically. Um, the only way for people to take you seriously is for you to take yourself seriously. And if you do that, and even at the, the level of labeling yourself as an author, um, 
I've found that I'm more motivated to take on bigger projects and to actually sit down and fill up some blank pages when I think of myself in that way. So I think that's a that's a pretty good and pretty big piece of advice. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Um, so where can we find you on social media and where can we even get your book? Great question. I, lo I love <laughs> that question. Um, so my Twitter, which is where I'm most active, is just my last name, Gidzinski. That's G-I-E-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. And then my Instagram is S-C Gidzinski because Gidzinski was taken. Um, those are the two places you'll find me most active. Um, you can also check out my website, which is gudzinski.com, and that has links to all the places that my book is available in all of its forms. You can get it as an ebook through Kindle. Uh, you can get it in paperback, which is my favorite, but I also narrated the audiobook, which is on Audible and Apple Books. Awesome. And for all of our listeners, we will link those on our website and in the description here so that you can go directly to it. Thank you so much, Sam. This has been great. Thank you for hosting me. This is an honor to be the first. You couldn't have asked for anyone better, Sam. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sam.